Hey, dear Tyler, good morning. And how are you doing? How have you been? Uh, how has the week been for you? I hope it's been good. Yes, for me, it's been fine. Thank God. Um, August is moving pretty well. It was a very eventful period for me. Uh, I think I already told you now about my trip last week and all. Uh, it was fun. Thank God, got to meet Momsi. Momsi's doing good. Momsi's doing fine. She's pumping up and down. Um, really, really energetic. She was down for a while, but really glad to see her on her feet. Uh, regular self. Yeah, so... Um, for the month of August so far, we've been talking about... I know we started with the whole breakfast stuff. And then... Um, you know, got into how people get led on, and then from being led on, the, the various, I think, um, those various, you know, conditionings that we spoke about on Tuesday, right? Uh, if you've not listened to Tuesday's episode, please, please listen to it, because it's very, very deep. It's very, very deep. And I know that maybe a lot of us may have our own differing um, views on it. And trust me, I would love to hear it. I'd love to hear it. And I've said it a long time ago that I do not claim to be an authority in anything. And I'm very much open to learn. The, the, the only thing for me is that this is my perspective, maybe based on my personal experience or relating with people or hearing the stories of other people so really really go back and listen to you know uh, logic versus emotions it would blow your mind down and i know it would pop like to bring up a lot of questions a lot of questions so please and please and please and please do go back and listen uh so for today i decided to tone down a little bit and um still going to talk about relationships but then generally life um today's topic is create beautiful memories and was inspired by a friend i was having a lesson with a friend um music lesson with a friend and a part of my part of my ethics or strategies yes i think strategy is the best word to use part of my strategies in um creating like a perfect uh, learning environment is to usually engage my students in, you know, just general conversations, you know, um, and hopefully use those um, conversation to draw the person into um, a certain thing I want them to learn, right? So maybe I want somebody to build up on confidence and all, right? In fact, this was what led to it in general this is what led to it so um i wanted to help the person build up on confidence and i asked the person what was your most embarrassing moment right and then student was like she doesn't remember not that it doesn't happen but she doesn't remember so i was like okay tell me about the good one and she's like oh my god okay then she now started and for me, it was like, okay, wow, that's like deep. She said that she, what she does is that she quickly 
lets go any negative memory and keeps all the good memories at heart. That that's what she spends time thinking on. I was like, oh my god. Like that is a serious life hack there. I just kept it and I was like, I'm sure I'm going to talk about it one day. Uh and I you know, through our other conversations, somehow I could really see it. It's it wasn't a fake stuff. Because once I told her, okay, let's talk about the good memories, she had more than enough to share and then she'll be like, Am I talking too much or something? I'm like, no. For me I was even learning through the process and create good memories. Right, so that's what we're gonna talk about this morning. The importance of creating what good memories. The importance of creating good memories. Now, Tyler, it's no news that generally living in life, doing the things that we do, that we have those up and down moments, right? The days that ah, everything goes well, the things that are amazing, things that are awesome, things you know just move smoothly. While there are other days where things are just, ah, they're just horrible, they're just, you know, terrible, and um, they're, they're days that you wish to forget. So let me, let me, let me share one of mine, and it's a crush moment. So back in, in secondary school, there was this lady that, that I liked, and um, what happened was, I, you know, being the very shy person that I am and all, I couldn't really approach her and all that. But, you know, there are little sorts of things when I see her on the road, I'm like, hey, hello. Like, when she's just passing by, I just smile. There, there was just this, my, um, my actions betrayed me. Like, no matter how much I wanted to hide, which I liked that my actions betrayed me. So, uh, we used to have this every Fridays in school. We had what we call general cleaning. So uh, each person was given a portion of work to do, whether you're going to work in the dining hall, whether you're going to work in the class area, um, whether you're going to work in, you know, the um, staff area, the dudes of general cleaning, picking up of dirt. So I was assigned to the school area, like the classroom area. Now, I was done with my work and everything. You know, all of these young boys play now. You know, always, um, always, you know, add, you know, always thinking about football. Yes, you know, obsessed about football. I carried a piece of paper, you know, just kicking it, juggling the piece of paper. And I got to the middle of the courtyard. And then... Um, I got to the middle of the courtyard and then I threw the piece of paper up intending to kick it and then I missed I spun in the air and I fell down flat on my back bah! and guess who was the person that came <laughs> to console me my crush with another person they were just standing there looking at me in my mind I was like oh my god 
oh my god and instantly the crush left as in my crush for the person left <laughs> that's it died that was the end of my crush that's the end of it absolutely the end of it and but anyway that was like a very embarrassing moment for me another moment was secondary school too i think most of my embarrassing moments happened within that teenage age um i i had uh, okay we were like preparing to minister an amazing song we had practiced a lot and part of the things that we do um way back then in bca was uh the senior students will always sing with the junior students and some are just to kind of like help build them build their confidence and all so on this particular day maybe we were a little bit overconfident and we decided to let the junior students start and i was meant to sing after the junior student now the went you know the intro started everybody was there we were on stage getting ready to sing i mean you know everything everybody was just looking I'm like ah these guys are going to kill this song the song started mama now sang off key hell and then our keyboard our instrumentalist were trying to find her key she was just going all over the place and somehow when we now found the key and I had to sing on the key which was inconvenient for me it all just went terrible i instantly caught malaria instantly caught malaria and i didn't sing again to my grad literally didn't sing again to my grad i just thought i did other things but then i didn't sing to my grad now um why am i saying this or giving these instances these are memories that maybe remind me of pain of some sort you know um things that were not particularly good experiences i realized after this my student statement right that i chose to remember that that i chose to keep the memory of the pain because i had other good stories trust me of times where we hit a song and we nailed it I had good memories at times where I did something that my crush saw and she was like, "Yeah, excited." There is this thing about human um living generally that we are drawn to negativity. Maybe because of pain and you know past experiences and all, but we're naturally just drawn to negativity. So we tend to major on the negative so much that the good times seem to hardly ever exist have you ever gone to maybe you're part of a discussion and somebody talks about a pain a painful moment in their life and somebody's like ah you your own is not even big like that i learned to stop doing that over time even though i'm like a little bit digressing now from the talk but i learned to do you know to stop it if somebody is expressing their pain to you it is their pain not yours There is no point in glorifying your pain to make the person feel better. The person failed one course. You say, "Ah, me. I failed five courses before or something like that." I think it makes the person feel better. 
I thought it was a tactic before. And another one that that you can't use pain to heal pain. You cannot. You cannot use pain to heal pain. The person will just be like, "Ah, my case is not worse than yours, but I still have that case. I feel the cost. How do I get out of it?" In fact, most times our expressions of pain, you know, higher pain, right? Or more painful pain only makes the person believe that the worst is yet to come. We can keep good memories. Now, I know that within the past few days, the past few weeks, the past few episodes, I had shared a lot of um experiences and to a large extent they're quite negative they're quite negative and the reason why I shared them was because it's something that is easily relatable to the general public right or most people have gone through that now i'm going to tell you the good memories because i keep those memories at heart i keep those memories at heart right i keep those memories at heart and i do not forget them so i'm going to go through a few of the good things that happened in relationships i have been part of right my idea of giving was really built because of the first person I ever went out with. She would never go out to the market or anywhere and not think of getting something for me. Never. In fact, it was strange because I didn't know that I'd get outside. It, it was strange. This lady did it without fail. This lady did it without fail. Like every time she would go to the market, she would call me be like, "Okay, is there anything that you need? Is there something that you want?" And I'd be like, "No." If I ended up refusing, mama would buy me a recharge card. Do you understand? And send or something. But she Oh no, she treated me well. She treated me well. She treated me well. I was the bad egg in the relationship, trust me. I was the bad egg in the relationship. She treated me so well. I think her only concerns that I ever that we ever had was um my I think my treatment of her because I wasn't the very expressive kind of person and I was really the low key low key I didn't want all the public displays of affection as at that time and all and she was the very public person loved to hold hands loved to you know and I was a little bit more reserved um but like she taught me that I'll never forget the time that I was really really sick and she came and literally stayed with me throughout like I could still see the expression of pain on her face this guy now I know baba to get up now no um but that's something I really really do cherish and I know that if she ends up hearing this she will know she's the one There was this other one um where 
okay, I'm a songwriter. And it's my, it's my biggest dream in life to write songs that would bless nations, that would reveal the heart of God, um, that would reveal God's love to people and make the people love God in return. It's my biggest desire. And I've had... Um, I, I wouldn't say that I've had very, very good successes with it, being a songwriter. A lot of people will be like, I've been getting right to the, why don't you sing the songs? I, I, I really do prefer people singing my songs. I, I think I find more pleasure and fulfillment in that. Now, um, I wrote quite a lot of songs, you know, shared with a lot of people, and people didn't, um, you know, somehow accept it writing songs for 22 years and you're still not having that breakthrough moment but we'll keep on writing trusting god for that breakthrough i was having a conversation with my then babe and all of a sudden she started singing my songs now this is not something she can't sing she doesn't sing well or something but she sang it she did she scored me every single thing that I did. She scored me. I I remember that day I was on my bed in tears. I was like my goodness. She sang when I say because um I don't I can't remember the website but I posted some on websites. I put some on I think for shared. She went to for shared. She downloaded it. Back then there was no was that WhatsApp? Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was WhatsApp, but she went to Foreshed and she downloaded it. She learned every lyric. And she made sure that she used that day to sing my songs back to me. Ah, no. The thing, it, it, it like, ah, no, it did something to me. It did something to me. It did something to me. She made it a habit of Every morning when we had discussions, she made it a habit of praying for my day. Like, okay, your day is blessed. Um, she could ask, hey, do you have prayer requests? It made it a habit. <laughs> made it a habit. It made it a really, really big habit. And I'm so, so grateful. You see, it's like when I just think about it, it's because in as much as, yeah, maybe there were things that didn't go well, right? Whenever I remember her, that's what I remember. That is what I remember. And then the last one that I would share, you know, um being I love my guitars and all oh this lady called my friend and said she wants to get a guitar for Binga and she we you know we just met and but then she wants to get a guitar for Binga oh look she did everything you know found out the prize ordered it and kept it in her room on my birthday I went over to a place you know we are just in talking when I was about to leave she now said she had a gift for me she now brought out the guitar 
from my place. I was literally broken. I now started doing, you know, guitar videos online. This lady would push it. Anything about me. She, oh, there was just this. Ah. We would fight though. We would argue. We would fight. We could fight and we could argue for Africa. But somehow, somehow, she always ended it up with, let's pray. Hey! I read something about a friend of mine. Right? Um, I think I would say it because she made it public. Um, Joy, right? Her name is Joy. We call her Joy Marie. Now she's married and everything. Bears her husband's name. And she's like, that there's this weakness she has <laughs> whenever she's maybe they're having a little rift her and her husband that husband just knows that the moment she says let's pray about it that she just becomes weak I could relate to that mama would pray she could just declare seven days fasting <laughs> and I will do the fasting and we'll pray about it I know that she was a fighter and that's what I choose to remember were there things that she did that I didn't like they were What about relationships that are not intimate relationships? Maybe even friendships. You had a fallout with a friend. Right? You can decide to keep the memory of the pain that they caused or the joy that they brought at that time. See, any pain you keep hurts you. Any and every pain that you keep, Tyler, it hurts you. Because when you remember the pain in that intimate relationship you had with someone, it's going to affect how you relate to somebody that genuinely loves you now. Most times, it's the pain, the memory of those pains that we use to judge those individuals that we are in a relationship with now at that moment. Oh, you had an issue with a pastor, right? Or a church leader, right? You could take out time and listen to uh, my the episode, Shepherd's Pie, you know, how to forgive church leaders. And then maybe because of that leader, um, the leader did something and then you now hold on to that pain. And then, you know, there's a way that it helps to generalize every other leader. You tread with caution or something like that. And no. That you can literally remember the good memories. The pain is there, but you choose to focus on the good memories. There's this story in the Bible that always, always, always uh, blesses me whenever I think of it. And when the Spirit of God, you know, revealed that revelation to me about Peter walking on water, right? Jesus, you know, the the, the, the disciples had gone ahead and um, there was a storm. Jesus was back praying after some time he left he started walking on the water and going passing them and then the disciples were like ah wasn't that isn't that jesus you know peter was like master is that you um he said yes it is i he said if it is you then tell me to come and meet you on the water he said all right come and so peter stepped out of the boat and actually started walking on water now the moment he turned his gaze away from jesus and he he saw the waves he started sinking. He started living the reality of whoever his focus was on. And so he turned and he was like, Master, help me, I'm sinking. And then 
the Bible never recorded the distance between him and Jesus, but the moment he did ask for help, Jesus was there instantly to help him and pick him up, right? Jesus didn't pick him up in the boat. He picked him up on water. It means that Peter walked on water twice, and then Jesus and him walked in, uh, walked on water and walked into the boat, and immediately they were at the other side. Now, um, what... what What's the major lesson there? That what you focus on literally informs your reality. What you focus on literally informs your reality. Meaning, or therefore, meaning, (laughs) therefore meaning this. If you choose to keep a hold on the pain in life, you would literally experience more of it. You would wake up at night with panic attacks. You would live in perpetual fear. You would live in perpetual anxiety. You would be more conscious of the opportunity of pain than the opportunity of joy. If you focus on the joyful moments, you would have energy for joyful activities, energy to push on for more joyful experiences. You would become more aware of the joyful opportunities around you. We would always be a reflection of our most predominant thoughts. Always be a reflection of it. And so now that you are living, begin to keep track of the good memories. The good memories. Um, I have not had the experience of direct family loss. Direct family loss. I have not had that experience. But I've had people who have lost both father and mother right i've had people that have experienced that and i can only imagine the pain that they go through i don't know what they go through i'll never say i I do not understand it but one of the things that i've noticed from a lot of them is that they keep the memories the good memories that they had oh they would never deny um or they would never say that ah no they didn't have bad moments nah they have bad moments but they would always keep the good memories at heart it's what gets them through the pain if i'm going to remember anything right i'm going to remember the joy that you brought to my life one for my peace so that i can move on and do certain things it's very very important for me very very important for me right so one for my peace and then two so that I can have the energy you get and the awareness to that good things should come my way. You are a proof that good things can come my way. You may not have done so many good things, but I'm going to choose to keep the good things as my memory so that I know that I deserve good things. I am deserving of it. I'm not going to check your motive. I'm not going to check your intention. It's not left for me to be the judge of why you did it for me. But boy, girl, I remember when you did this for me. And I hold it dear to my heart. Ah, the church abandoned you. But once upon a time, they helped you. Can you choose to remember the help that they gave you? And use that as a yardstick to help other people. Whatever pain they caused would not be beneficial to you if you remember. It would have no bearing. It would 
be of no benefit whatsoever to you, Tyler. Do we understand, right? It's very important. Create good memories. There's this lady in Cornelia uh, Worship Team, Abu She did some exceptional, exceptional things. Um, the, the worship team really meant a lot to her. And, you know, she met people that really transformed her life, really brought things, uh, you know, brought out the confidence in her. She told me something. She was like, Ada, she met this lady in the worship team that she's the elder sister that she never had. And, you know, it was, like, so touching. This lady did videos. All the good memories, the funny moments. Trust me, there were times that rehearsal wasn't just it. The rehearsal wasn't just it. There were times that we were rebuked. You know, there were times that we messed up, but she carried all the joyful memories and she sent it to the group. You know, did a video compilation. She did it twice, sent it to the group, used an, you know, amazing song, soundtracks and all. And it was just beautiful. It was just beautiful. I still keep them and I watch them every time. Keep a a gallery, a compendium of your happy memories. And make sure they're not just, you know, physical memories, you know, or uh, physical items that you know. Even down to your mind. Even down to your mind because your mind is a very, very powerful tool. And your mind can be the reason why things go bad in your life. Because you've decided to dwell on the negative so much. So, I have an assignment for us. Whether relationship, whether friendships, whether organizational happenings and all, I want you to think about things that you're not personally involved in again. And maybe it was because of a pain that was caused. Can you consciously remember the good that happened? Consciously. It doesn't have to be big. It just needs to be good. And write it down. And tell yourself that, hey, me, Tyler, this is what I'm deciding to remember. This is what I am deciding to remember. And, um, yeah, hopefully it would really, really help. Is that okay? So, um, I hope this blessed you. I hope it really, really did bless you. Uh, For me, uh, you know, as I'm talking, I always, you know, try my best to listen, go over. It blesses me too. It has blessed me too, rather. So, um, Monday is going to be an amazing episode. Ah, no, you're going to really like it. Really going to like Monday episode, right? So please, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, you know, do well to catch up on them, right? So when when you're listening, the latest episode is always the first episode that you see. So if you want to kind of like follow Dear Tyler from the onset, you have to go like down to the beginning. Um, Please bear with us. Um, With time, we'll get a real dedicated website that maybe could... Um, help you arrange it in chronological order and all but then if you really want to you know catch up you know you'll have to go down to the end 
and that's like the first episode so whatever episode you see now is the latest episode right so um please do well to listen to the other ones right uh breakfast to serve they led me on that but i liked it um emo- uh, logic versus emotions right it's um they they would, they would really bless you they would really really bless you you could check it out on um instagram some of the other episodes and then yeah if you still want to be part of the dear tyler community where you get to have the first updates on anything dear tyler uh via whatsapp you know please reach out to me either on instagram or if you have my contact you know just buzz me on whatsapp and i'll add you to the group it's it's really really structured nothing but dear tyler things are posted there um so you're not there are no spam messages and all if you understand right so yeah i really hope that this blessed you and i hope that you have an amazing weekend tyler so remember that um okay no let me say properly this is me signing out tyler remember that i love you i believe in you and i'm always rooting for you bye Thank you.